What's up, Move Nation? This is Jonathan coming to you from Move Remote HQ. That is the desk in my house. Recently, I got to sit down with Coach Eddie, a.k.a. D-Fly, a.k.a. Coach Nurse, a.k.a. 3%. We all know him. We all love him. I got to talk to him. And he had just gotten off of a 12-hour shift at the uh, hospital. And we just talked a little bit about how he started with CrossFit and his thoughts on fitness and stress and what's going on now amidst all the COVID stuff that he's dealing with at the hospital. So it was just a cool little conversation to have, and I really appreciate him taking a break to talk with me. I hope you guys enjoy it. Take a listen. I appreciate you coming on, and I'm hoping you can just tell me a little bit about your history, so like where you grew up and how fitness impacted you and, and uh, you know, what that kind of means to you today. Yeah. So I grew up in uh, Miami, uh, Coconut Grove, to be more specific. Um, so as a kid, I was, I was a child asthmatic, so I didn't do too many sports for too long. It was like, you know, my sport was football or whatever, or track, but those Sports tend to be, you know, they were outside, and of course, they football was like the fall, and track was like early spring. So the weather, if it was too cold, and my lungs get hit with that uh, cool air, I used to have a lot of asthma attacks. So, but then at about nine years old, I think uh, I grew out of like the whole child asthmatic thing, and I was basically got into sports chasing behind my brothers, trying to be as cool as them or as good as them. Uh, landed a scholarship and everything to play at, uh, in Kansas. But then, you know, post um, football, I kind of went through like a whole depression from, you know, being separated from football. And then I found CrossFit in Miami. And when I found that, that's when um, it's like that whole competitive edge, it like it reminded me a lot of football or, you know, just the whole competition factor. And so that's when I fell in love with it. And then just like with anything, after a while, you kind of, you know, start going through the motions a little bit. Um, but what what inspires me, you know, because you get tired of sometimes with things, but what inspires me to keep moving because my family history is a lot of people. Like, for instance, my dad, you know, you know, he just passed away last year and he was diabetic, yeah. heart failure, kidney failure. Um, and then my mom, she's obese and she's pre-diabetes and, you know, hypertension and everything. So it's like those genetic uh, predispositions, um, like, put me in a bad shape. So, like, I got to exercise or I'm yeah. be in trouble, you know. And, like, I, would, I know this big time now with this whole COVID thing is that if I don't exercise, I get cranky. It's like... <laughs> it's like that coffee. I need to have that that, right. that sip, you know. And I guess I've been so um, leaning on CrossFit for so long, and trying to, you know, like just trying to do these workouts on my own. Now I'm like, damn. <laughs> I, I, all right, I'll do it later. Or I, I don't yeah. want to do it. You know, it's like I need that that whole structure, you know, of CrossFit and that time frame and the group of people and you know the coaching, you know. So that might surprise people because I, f I feel like you'll go and work a 12 hour shift 
And then I'll see you at the gym at sometimes five in the morning, sometimes nine in the morning, but you always hit a workout. And then sometimes you'll even coach after that, you know? So it, it seems like to me and maybe even to other people that you have a hang on that stuff, you have a handle on it. So with all of your responsibilities and with all the pressure and, and all these variables in your life, how do you manage to get that workout in? And as you probably witnessed, sometimes if um, I sit on that floor after the shift, I'll be asleep. But um, it's like, you know, I just tell myself, I got, I just, if I just can get in there, just put myself in the building, you know, and just motivate myself to move, you know, and what, and, you know, also coming off in 12 hour shifts. A lot of times, you know, I have patients that they probably wish they would exercise in their life. So I, I look at them and I use them as my motivation along with, you know, like I said, you know, my family's tree, like, puts me in a bad position, you know. So it's like, all right, you need to go work out or you're going to end up like, you know, patient X over here. You get a little bit of fresh motivation every day. Yeah, exactly. So when I first met you, around April 2011. And I remember that because it was a pretty crazy time for us because we were going through the CrossFit Open at the time and we were preparing for regionals as well, which was the next month. And then we were also in the middle of moving our gym from New Street over to Laredo. I don't know what you remember about that, but maybe you can tell me what it was like to meet us, uh, why you decided to come to CFED or move and kind of what you remember from that time. As you already know, I moved up to Atlanta because of my now wife. Um, but I met her in 2009, and then I finally moved to Atlanta in 2011. And like when I was visiting her from like 2009 until 2011, like I used to drop in to um, when you guys was over at New Street. Then I found out you guys were moving. I'm just like, oh shit! I said, let me come in, go help you with this all uh, moving and all this stuff. I said, that's a workout in itself. So, I mean, and I, like I said, I felt like you guys were real cool. And uh, a lot of times when I used to come visit, Lauren was my uh, coach a lot of the times. And, you know, right. you know how cool she is. So, yeah, she always made me feel comfortable. So, you know, and you, I mean, all you guys really made me feel comfortable. So it, it was like, this, this is where I need to be at. That's my first memory of you. I didn't meet you at New Street. I, uh, I met you when we were pulling a trailer up to move and you were helping us unload equipment i'd never met you before you weren't even a member of the gym and i you know i think that speaks a lot to your personality and and your character is that you're you're willing to help people out like that and you know we we had no relationship at all is that something that is important to you you know your ability to help other people without thinking about it or you know what does that mean to you you know Growing up, you know, in Miami, you know, you always get teased about, they call it being friendly. And, you know, I always felt like I used to have, to have a chip on my shoulder and not be nice to people or something like that, you know, or you looked at as being friendly or people take advantage of you or something. Then, like, high school here, and I kind of, like, backed out of that whole being. But then when I went to college in Kansas, I'm like, I'm not going up here. These people going to treat me wrong. Even though, you know, initially I was bored. But like those individuals, I don't think I met anybody. I mean, I probably didn't meet some mean people, but everybody treated me like family there, and you know, they took me in, and and I just felt 
the love and I was like, you know what? It feels good to be loved and I and I think it feels even better to like show someone, you know, that you got love for them. So I always try to treat people how I want to be treated. So, you know, I always try to do right by people. What made you decide to want to be a coach? You know, I always had this passion for foot well, for football, of course, but like just uh, an overall just fitness. Because um, before being wanting to be a nurse, I actually wanted to do physical therapy, just in case I didn't make it to you know that was my backup plan if I didn't make it you know professional football wise, just so I can still be around the sport. When I graduated from nursing school, I was in Miami. I coached little league football, and it just I don't know. I always felt like I had this this knack to kind of pass on some type of knowledge, you know. And like when the opportunity presented itself for me to become a coach, I was like, hell yeah, you know, shoot, I, I like fitness, you know, I like, you know, having a close relationship with someone, you know, with like doing physical activity and even like the bond you build outside of the gym with, you know, some of the individuals, you know, that wants a bond, you know, Hey, princess. <laughs> Daddy's on the phone. Go check the room. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, you're good, man. But yeah, you know, it just having that, I don't know if it's like an urge that I just want to, you know, try to teach someone, especially if it's like physical activity, like, I'm always down to try to help someone if I can. How do you see yourself as a leader in the community? Maybe in the gym, maybe as a health professional, maybe as a coach? I guess by my actions, you know, it speaks a lot. It carries a lot of volume because, you know, I know there's a lot of people like, oh, I know you're going to do great, Eddie. I know, you know, so I think that motivates them to, you know, push a little harder. Because uh -huh. um, I, I, I notice sometimes when I'm I'm, try, I'm working out and I'm thinking I can relax, the person next to them, they, they going full throttle. I say, oh, man, I say, they, they got me working here. So they I just want to be daddy. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm like, all right, I, I, I'm, I'm honored that, you know, they, they, they think highly of me enough to push extra hard, you know. So I guess I lead from that aspect just with, you know, like I said, just with my action. Um and, you know, as a coach, I feel like I I can get through to most people. So, you know, and then I think they value me as, you know, both a coach and then a, a healthcare individual. They, you know, they always tend to ask me some healthcare questions, sure. you know, either about themselves or family members. And just in the household, I mean, my kids just, they, they adore me, but, you know, they, they, they listen to mommy before me. <laughs> As far as what you do in the health field, what, what exactly is your role and, and where are you working right now? So I'm a nurse practitioner. Um, I'm that middle point between the nurse and the doctor. Um, and my role is, uh, you know, to assess patients and come up with a game plan and, you know, treat them and, you know, order tests and do procedures on them and whatnot. I work in the neuro uh, ICU, so I take care of a lot of stroke victims uh ischemic uh, versus hemorrhagic strokes um a lot of seizure patients uh neuromuscular disease like myasthenic gravis patients 
and so forth. And with this new COVID deal, now I'm 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 out of my comfort zone of the neuro patient. Now we're taking care of a lot of patients with this whole respiratory infection, and you know, deal, I mean, we deal with the ventilators, but now we're aggressively dealing with ventilated patients. So, do you have any new priorities now that you're kind of on the front line of that? Just trying to stay healthy. Um, I've really been trying to um, key in on getting to sleep because, you know, before this, it was like I used to, you know, come out to work, work out, and then um, probably get maybe four or five hours of sleep before yeah. waking up and doing it all over again. But now it's like I, I try to get, you know, I increase my sleep anywhere from six to eight hours now because I'm just thinking like, if I try to wake up or try to stay up and do the workout, I might not get enough rest. And I know at yeah. one point I, I was feeling under the weather and it was due to one day I didn't get a, a proper rest. So maybe just kind of reprioritizing your stress and uh, learning what battles to fight. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, not exercising. I'm like, oh man, I maintain it right now, but I feel like, I, you know, these past few weeks, I could have been a few more pounds lighter. Is there anything else you do to keep balance in your life? Um, play with my kids, man. Just try to yes. enjoy those moments with them because, I mean, I know one day I'm going to be gone from here and just hoping that I can pass on, you know, some knowledge to them and, and show them how to, you know, carry on in this world, you know, as a good citizen or whatever. Are you finding any way to stay engaged with uh, the MOVE community or any friends here at the gym or uh, while we're all away from the gym? I work with two of them. So, you know, whenever I see them, we, we talk, you know, and they just tell me how nervous they are. And I'm like, nah, y'all going to be great. You know, <laughs> just trying to encourage them and, you know, and they be telling me about their work, um, their works out, their workouts and stuff. And, you know, recently I just posted my video to the um, web, to the um Facebook group, yeah, and a lot of times I, 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 I mean, I mean, I be but I'm, I am looking at all everybody else posts, you know, when uh -huh. I'm at work, you know, so like just keeping up that way. Whenever we post a photo or video of you, it's always one of like the most liked photos we post, <laughs> um, <laughs> and whether that's from people who know you or people who don't know you. Um, I think it comes back to just your your personality and your character, and a, a lot of people love you, and a lot of people want to want to be able to keep up with you, and and they cherish you. So, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel good, you know, the the be around you know people that care enough about you to really you know share moments with you and everything. Um, when you guys do post something and I, and I see like the likes and the comments, you know, like when I just posted that video and, you know, everybody was really worried about me and everything. It made me, you know, it made me feel good. Like, man, that's a good community to be a part of. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you, man. And thanks for coming on and, and talking with me here. Uh, anything else you want to leave off with? Um, nah, just keep moving, man. That's it. All right, man. We'll go get some rest, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right, man. Later.